what he said sure struck my heart. He said, God wants your worship and praise in the house of God. Because the word of God said, God inhabits the praises. So where's the praise in the house of God this morning? Have you forgot what he saved you from? Jason Sigmund preached that in Jamaica many years ago. What God saved you from. Do you know that God saved you from eternal death? They ain't got a thing to do with the message I got laying here. He saved you from eternal death. A land where you are going, if you ain't never made a decision, well, let me just help you. By the Lord's grace and mercy, you've had opportunity over and over and over to put him as Lord of your life. And he's either Lord of your life or he's not Lord at all in your life. He's not playing second fiddle to nothing or nobody. He's either going to be God or he's not going to be at all. Do you think about how merciful he's been to come down to a sinner like me and save me and sanctify me? Then I can't come to his house with a little praise and worship to prove that God lives inside of me. Hey, if you've got him in there, he's going to show through you. Amen. There'll be a tear in your eye every once in a while. There'll be a smile on your face, joy in your heart. You want to get to the house of God to see what's going to happen and who's going to get saved. Don't it excite you when somebody misses hell because the Holy Ghost saved them, sanctified them, filled them with the Holy Ghost of God. Hey, if that don't excite you, you need to be saved. To think anyone in this congregation this morning would go to a literal burning hell that will never, ever, 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 ever be quenched. Where you'll beg to die and can't. You'll pray, God, let death come. Ah, Lord. God is wanting to do something for somebody here this morning. You need to pardon me for a minute. I'm enjoying the goodness of God. Ain't you? You feel him this morning running up and down the windows of your soul. Uh-oh, that wasn't too sure. Then somebody right here this morning needs to come. Right now, don't wait till the invitation because the Holy Ghost has already given you an invitation right now. Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Do you ever remember a time when you were lost? And you went before God and said, God, I know I'm lost. I know I'm going to hell. I know, God, I ain't lived right. I know, God, that I ain't done right. How do I know that? Because, God, I ain't never put you first in my life. 
If God's first in your life, hold on to your taters now. He'll get the 10%. He'll get more than 10%. Why? Because you love him. Ain't a one of us in here that one of our children ain't said, Daddy, Grandpa, Grandma, give me $5 and you handed them 10. Why? Because you loved them. Yeah, you knew $5 wouldn't buy a whole lot, but 10 might. Amen. Amen. Hey, if somebody asks you for enough to buy a cup of coffee, is that all you're going to give them? Not me, brother. I'm going to give them enough to get them a honey bun or something to go with that coffee. Hey, I'm wanting more this morning. I'm needing more this morning. I'm going to get more this morning. I'm going to have it because my father's got it. And he wants you to have it. But you have to come and ask for it. One thing about God, God has never force fed nobody. But he's always made sure there's plenty available. You know, it's awful bad to sit at a table. And you reach over to get another piece of that good fried chicken. And there ain't no chicken there. And you still got a hunger for just one more piece. Anybody with me this morning? Hey man, reach to get a biscuit. There ain't no biscuit. You done got the jelly in your plate. Done got the honey poured on the, the butter. And you're mashing her up. And you're ready to put her on that biscuit. And there ain't no biscuit. I'm telling you God. I've got a biscuit for you. He's got milk and honey for you. If you just come. Why? Halt you between two opinions. Why, church? Why do we sit in the house of God and not get the blessings if you don't never praise Him? You won't never get the blessings. You need to praise Him because He's worthy. He deserves it. My precious wife back there, when she cooks for me, you know what I try my best to do? Eat it all. Some of you say, boy, you've got that and covered you done her pretty well. Well, I want to tell you something. I hope my soul's as fat as my body. How about yours? God sets the table every week. We come hungry and we leave hungry. We come wanting and we leave wanting. We come in here, we're troubled on every side. It's already been mentioned. Sister Doanne said it. That we come in troubled and we leave troubled. And God spread the table. But you turned your nose up. See, the Holy Ghost has been touching your heart this morning already. And you just thumbed your nose up and said, no, I'm not going to go pray. No, I'm not going to raise my hands. No, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shout. I'm not going to receive the blessing this morning. 
than unto God. If you don't want her, brother, tell God to give it to me. Hey, I can hold a whole lot this morning. Why? Because I'm hungry. I need a Holy Spirit to come and saturate me. I want the Holy Spirit. Hey, renew this whole body and give me strength. How to run the race just a little while longer. You're supposed to have a singing this morning. I hope you like this song. <laughs> Some of them said, ain't you going to get somebody? I said, yeah, me. Me. I'm going to preach to them this morning. I'm glad the Holy Ghost is here. Because I can't do it. I'm not able. But praise be to God, I'm willing. Are you willing? Are you willing to be saved? Let me help you. If you're willing to be saved, then you'll give up the ungodly. Yeah. But as long as you're happy with the ungodly, you'll never be saved. You can't go up here and have an emotional spell and leave and say you got saved. If you come up here, you're going to become a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. You look different, talk different, walk different. Uh, you live different. You go to different places, uh, and you love the house of God. You love the preaching, the singing, uh, and the joy of the Lord. Why? Cause God moved in, and sin moved out. Can you say Amen? Is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Then the 150th Psalms comes to mind this morning. It said everything that has breath. Anybody not breathing here this morning, if you're not breathing, you're excused. But if you're breathing here this morning, it said praise ye. Look over at 150 Psalm, verse number 6. It said praise ye the Lord. And then we remind you again, God inhabits the praises of his people. Well, I'm not real good at it. Well, practice. You get better at it. I want to tell you something. God just wants your obedience. He'll do the rest. <laughs> I'd like to thank Mother Martin for that again. <laughs> Anybody remember Mom Martin? She'd say, I, I can't sing no more. And she was out of tune. She was out of time. But the Holy Ghost, because of her obedience, for all of them years, every time she sung, the Holy Ghost would show up. Why? It wasn't because of her good singing. It wasn't because of her timely singing. It was because she was singing. So don't never worry about how good or bad you are. Just raise your hand up and say, Lord, here it comes. Here it comes, Lord. I'm going to praise you this morning because I love you. I love you. Have you ever eaten something of your wife's and it wasn't all that good, but you lied and said, boy, that's good. Now, women, don't look over at your husband like you're going to cut his throat. 
Because I know sometime in your lives you ain't cooked everything just right. Hello. Some of you put too much salt in it. My little girl back there made some cookies the other night. Instead of two cups of flour, she put two cups of sugar. Woo! Talk about wine you watch. The only trouble was you had to drink them. You couldn't eat them. Caramelized in there. But at least she tried. You know the trouble with most Christians? They never even tried to raise their hand. They never even try to raise their voice. They never even try to stand up. No, they don't even try. And God's in heaven. God heaven standing still saying, wait a minute, I believe they're going to praise me. Hold on a minute. Get quiet in heaven. I want to hear the praises of my children. And you won't even stand up and give him a little praise this morning. I want to tell you something, you're fixing to go to the house, but it'll never be a home till you take Jesus with you. It'll always be a house until you put Jesus in that house, and when you put him in there, it'll become home. Yeah, it'll become home, just temporary, (laughs) because I'm going to a permanent home. Whose builder and maker is God Almighty and his nail scarred. Oh, Lord, I heard that song yesterday. Had me a bit down in Dallas, North Carolina. The only scars in heaven will be in his hands. <laughs> Ooh, boy, if that don't sight you, you ain't saved. Our scars will be gone. Our troubles, our trials, our tribulations. We're going to a land where there's no more dying. <laughs> Whew, I'm getting excited now. <laughs> hey, I told you I had a four-hour message. <laughs> hey, man, just hang on with me a while. <laughs> Maybe you get fired up and ready to go up because we need God. What about you? What would excite you this morning? Now think about this. He said, rejoice because you know your name. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Not that your bank account got big or you got a new car, you killed a 10-point buck this week, but rejoice because your name is written. So I need to ask you, is your name written there? You know it's written there? You're sure it's written there? Can you ever remember a time when you went to the altar and said, God, I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. I'm going to hell. God, if you don't save me, I'm going to go to hell. They're coming. What about you? What about you? What about you this morning? What about you coming to an altar and just talking with the Lord this morning? Why? Because he's God. He's your father. He loves you. He loves to hear from you. Would you come?
God's moving. Move with God here this morning. Move with God. One way you can worship and praise Him this morning is respond because He's talking to you. He's talking to you. People are praying. It's your turn. It's your time. It's your opportunity right now to pray. To pray through this morning. That God would help you. Deliver you. Forgive you. Bless you. Touch you. Meet the need in your life. The greatest need you'll have is to be born again. To be born again. To be born again. Make sure this morning. Make sure your name's written there. Make sure. Make sure. Only you can do that. Only you can make sure that your name's recorded there. Only you can do that. Only you can do that. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair when the saved on earth shall gather over on the other shore and the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll is called up yonder 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 I'll be there let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun let us talk of all his wondrous love and care then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done and the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll is called up yonder when the roll is called up yonder when the roll is called up yonder when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. I hope and pray that you can promise me that. That when the roll is called up yonder, you'll definitely be there. And the only way you'll be there is to know Jesus in the free pardon of sin. Now stay with me just one more minute, please. You may have sometime in your life got saved. But are you living a saved life? You may be backslidden, cold, and indifferent out of the will of God. Some folks say that can't happen. I got too much Bible. Says it can. <laughs> Why did Peter have to repent? Because a cock crowed on him. And showed him where he denied God three times. And he wept bitterly. Now let me say this also. 
Ruth, Naomi. Naomi left the land of God, went to the land of none. I'm paraphrasing. Lost her husband. Lost her two children. When she got back to Bethlehem, she said, don't call me Naomi no more. Call me Mara. God has forsaken her. Do you realize this morning that maybe you once walked with God? And maybe you've not walked with Him because you've been where you shouldn't have been. Doing what you shouldn't have been doing. Going where you shouldn't have been going. And living a life without the bread of life. Oh, I wish I had time this morning to go and tell you about why Jesus had to die. Firstborn belonged to God. Go back and study the Old Testament. Firstborn belonged to God. First fruits belonged to God. If you made ten dollars this week, one dollar of that belongs to God. Which one? The very first one you made. Belongs to God. So Jesus was the only begotten, so therefore he was the firstborn. So you had to be redeemed. There's some animals that was given to redeem you. Let, let me go into that just a minute. Do you know why God chose certain animals? If you were rich, it was required a bull. I mean, if you was poor and one bull all you had, you couldn't give that bull. Your family would go hungry. So God went all the way down to a turtle dove to make sure everybody could give an offering. You remember the message Brother Richard Cole preached here about the colt tied? If you couldn't redeem the ice colt, You remember what the Bible said do with it? Break its neck. (laughs) Oh, you ain't got it yet. See, our Redeemer was Jesus. He redeemed us all. He was the firstborn. (laughs) God help me. I don't want to get into politics, but I got to say it. Isn't it funny that the Democratic Party chose a jackass? I got thinking about that this week. I, I, and this, and you need to study that. You know what the jackass stood for? Reason they broke its neck? Rebellious. Stubborn. Woo, I done called your name. I know I did. Yeah, you're stubborn and rebellious. (laughs) Do I need to come back there and break your neck? Or will you accept the kinsman redeemer? Have you thought of that, folks? 
from the Old Testament into the New Testament, all of it's tied together that we could be redeemed. By the blood of God, help you out right there, or to run down the window of your. There ain't the blood. Amen. And you want him wave your hand and thank him. Amen. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So if you're not covered with the blood this morning, you're not redeemed. You're in danger of hell this morning. You say, preacher, I got plenty of time. Just a couple of weeks ago, Maybe not that long. A young man walked in the bathroom right out here at Walmart. 20-some year old. And they found him laying in the floor dead. Overdosed. I heard something this week and I, I, I never could put it in perspective, but it put it in perspective. I don't know what fentanyl is. I couldn't tell you. But I know it'll kill you. They said this week on television, two little pieces of fentanyl will kill any human. And I thought, well, how much is that? He said, let me tell you how much that is. Two grains of salt. Just two grains of salt. That 20 some year old lay there dead. So don't tell me you got plenty of time. You want to know why I pray over what I eat? A salt and everything you eat. And that person that fixed it may not like you. You better pray over it. You could never see two grains of salt in nothing. You probably couldn't even taste it. Because I've seen some of you eat salt. It looks like a blizzard. Hello? Two little grains. Let me tell you about a mustard seed. (laughs) Oh, let me tell you about a mustard seed. That mustard seed of faith could save you. Come on, beard and sing. I ain't no shape to do much else. I'm glad I've got a mustard seed. I'm glad it don't take no more than that to be saved, sanctified, other than following it. To an altar of prayer. You say, preacher, I've done prayed this morning. It ain't going to hurt you to pray again. 
It ain't going to hurt you to worship today. It ain't going to hurt us to praise him today. We're in the house of God. Hey, it's a miracle you're here today. It's a blessing you're here today. It's by the grace of God you're here today. So what do you need to do today? Why don't you start with praising him? How do I praise him, preacher? Well, first of all, you must be born again as we stand and they sing.